Good morning, Raymond. Oh, Jacko Bean, what's going on, sir? Listen, I spent the morning uh, helping George get ready to build some changing stations into our new cabins and talking to Clee about recruiting some nurses for the, hey, quick shameless plug, Raymond. Uh, do you think anybody out there might know some nurses that might want to join us for the summer or EMTs even? Our medical team really kicks butt. Jack, no one nails a shameless plug like you, my guy. And with that, <laughs> it's time for another installment of the Building a Stomping Ground podcast. On this podcast and this season, we're exploring the hidden curriculum, specifically a summer camp and the summer camp that we run called Stomping Ground. Jack, today we're going to talk about how it all works, the systems, the ins and outs, I think in people understanding Stomping Ground, a huge part of that is just understanding the operation side of things. Plus, inside scoops are just fun. So tell everyone, how does it all work? Let's start with year-round operations. Tell me, tell me about the business side. How does, how does this big old machine run? Great point, Ray. We started just, you know, Laura and I really trying to divvy up what camp would look like from a business perspective. And, you know, we learned a lot along the way, you know, the way we broke it down was that the really the most important thing is going to be all about relationships. That's true when kids are at camp, but it's also true in the rest of our, you know, the business part of camp. So we spent a lot of energy making sure that Laura had time to talk to individual families, talk to individual campers, talk to talk to staff, talk to donors, those kind of things. And that's because she's better at talking to people than me. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, most of my time then was spent on building the website or, you know, taking care of some of like the back end operational stuff. And as we got bigger and have added more and more folks to our team, we've really kept that focus on relationships at the forefront of, of what we're doing. So we, you know, send campers uh, t-shirts when they arrive or uh, long sleeves. I'm actually wearing this year's long sleeve right now. And, um, you know, when they when they sign up for camp or try and make sure that donors get handwritten thank you notes, those kind of things. And and it's a lot of extra work. It's a lot of, from a business perspective, we spend a disproportionate amount of time compared to other organizations, compared to other camps with the folks who are like the, who tend to be in other organizations as far from campers as possible, the executive directors, the owners, and making sure that you know, Laura and I continue to stay connected to kids and to staff and to parents because the relationships are what drive not only the mission of camp, but also kind of the business of camp. But it's actually all rooted in this idea that relationships are the cornerstone of business and that the way that we are going to grow is to continue to focus on relationships and not get lost in numbers or those kind of things. Now, I went to school for industrial engineering. I love numbers actually, and I love spreadsheets. And so, you know, all of these relationship things get backed up in how does the ROI return on investment look in what we're doing. So we don't just like print new t-shirts because we want to print new t-shirts. We print new t-shirts because we think that one, it builds a relationship with folks to give them something that they can kind of see, but that it increases the likelihood that they'll want to stay involved with stomping ground. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think, you know, we're talking about some, some business terms here and marketing obviously is a huge part of business. 
I, I would say, I know I have a good idea about Stomping Ground that we aren't, that we don't have the traditional marketing focus. You know, we, I haven't seen a ton of billboards out or radio ads yet. I think that'd all be really cool. I would love to see a Stomping Ground billboard just like splat up in Rochester. But talk about, I, I've heard this phrase and I hear a lot of small businesses use it, word of mouth marketing. How, how is that technique and, and that style kind of played a part in the growth of Stomping Ground? So when we think about marketing, we think about how can we increase the likelihood that camper families, that donors, that any staff, anyone involved in Stomping Ground will be more likely to talk about us so that more people can hear about Stomping Ground. And we're not going to, we don't run ads basically at all. And we don't do that because we're not that good at it. What we are good at is helping people think like care about Stomping Ground. So when camper families find out about Stomping Ground, they almost always find out about it from other families or from partnership organizations that we go and build relationships with. And so I hear from other camps sometimes that, you know, word of mouth marketing is the best marketing, but it's like, there's nothing you can do about it. You just have it. And I think that's absolutely not at all true. You know, this podcast is a big part of word of mouth marketing. It's potentially a reason for you as the listener, to think about Stomping Ground a little bit more, which maybe means you'll talk about Stomping Ground a little bit more. We're not advertising. We're not trying to say like, get 15% off for whatever, because kids come to campaign, basically whatever the family tells us they want to pay. So, you know, we can't do that traditional advertising. Like you get 15% off, just call Clee and she'll give you 15% off every time <laughs> if you just say you need it, because that's how we want to make sure the camp is accessible to all kids. Yes. Yes. I love that. I'm, I'm thinking of all of the great 15% off ads we could have one day. All right. And then shift, shift from this to the, the summer camp program. This is the meat and potatoes of a stomping ground. This is what camp was built on. It's, it's these two and a half months, three months of the year that are really the core of what we do. How does, how does that whole operation work? Yes. So when we get to camp, things generally stay in those same buckets that we described where Laura is, you know, very focused on kids being taken care of, staff being taken care of, their social emotional well-being. And I'm very focused on making sure that the facility is taken care of, that the program runs, that uh, those things are kind of the operation side of things are taken care of. So camp kind of gets split into these two buckets. And of course, like Laura and I spend lots of time talking to each other and working together on, on all these things. And Laura does plenty of facilities things. Laura's involved in lots of program stuff. And, you know, it's not like I just become a hermit and don't talk to anyone, right? Like, but if we think about those two buckets, then all of those processes that come out of those two buckets, then report back to Laura or I, we, we talk about that's what we're where the buck stops on those things. So George <laughs> is the facilities director. He takes care of the facility. And when he has questions about the facility during the summer or year round, he comes to me to work through it. And I get to help him work through those decisions um, unless it has to do with paint or colors. I'm colorblind and <laughs> those get instantly sent to Laura. And so we have, we have this kind of like agile approach to camp where, where each process gets owned by different people at camp and not necessarily that you have like direct reports. It's a non-traditional, but not, it's not brand new. You know, we're borrowing these ideas. Yeah, I think it's really interesting to hear you talk about this stuff in this episode. Earlier on in this season, we had Cleon to kind of talk about the misconception of, and she actually name dropped you and, and used your analogy of, we're planning a giant slumber party, but we talked about the, the misconception of that 
oh, all summer camp directors do is get covered in paint and they make slushies for kids and play dodgeball and then they go to sleep. Like it's like, it's so surface level of what actually happens. And so the, the intention of this episode and the intention of having you on right now is to, to kind of dive into all of that. I mean, just hearing all of the thought and all of the processes and all of the, the program descriptions and how things go into. But I think, I think that myth is something that we have to debunk that it, it, it only is just getting covered in paint or it only, I don't know, do you have, do you have a two cents on, on that? that misconception yeah i think that that it it swings it swings both ways here like i think that there is a misconception from a lot of people that running camp is just easy and it's a party and it's you just go and play outside and that's true it is those things like uh, i think it's really important and is very different from a lot of other camps the amount of time that laura and i spend with kids that you spend with kids that you know our facilities director george will spend with kids that clee spends with kids that that Shawnee and Nelson will spend with kids. Like we do that more than other camps because the relationships are the for, at the forefront of what we do. For our business to work, we want kids to know that Laura cares about them specifically, that Laura knows their name, that I know their name, that they can dump paint on my head. You know, like we, that, that's important. It's important for the mission of camp and it's important for the business of camp. And that just makes everything twice as hard because every camp director in the world is still dealing with all of the rest of the business of running camp. Like there's no other business, there's no other job I know of where you have such a broad spectrum of things to worry about as being a camp director, but we can't get lost. We can't forget that we're in this for the kids. And so we're in this to build those real relationships every day with kids. That's why, you know, Laura goes and makes cardboard and duct tape monsters with kids and I'm playing basketball with kids. Or if you were to like map out Laura's day, it would be a lot more beneficial from some people's perspective for her to be like on the phone with donors or getting, you know, worrying about the spreadsheets than playing with kids. But that's, it isn't. It's more beneficial for Laura to do, be able to do both. And that makes it hard. Well, these are just knowledge bombs straight now. George loves the knowledge bombs term in this in this podcast, but we're getting them right now from Jack. Jack, it's always so much fun to have you on and, and talk about the intricacies of summer camp and the theories and the program and the operations and the systems that that live behind it. You know, when, when you're on, I, I just never know what, what I'm what I'm going to get. You know, it's just always it's always a surprise to me. Right. You know, you know what I always say that my mom always says. <laughs> Life is like a box of chocolates and you never know what you're going to get. Oh my gosh.